laugh at this next part. In a world of political correctness and cancel culture, two comedians have risen up to prove that with the right angle, anything can be funny. This is You Can't Laugh at That. Who writes these? Who huh? should have this person locked up and looked at? Live from Golden Ox Studios in Cleveland, Ohio, it's Steve Murs and David Horning on this week's episode. Words are literally just noises out of your mouth. And it's, it's not like this word is going to cause that emotion to everybody. Some people might hear this noise that you make with your mouth, and they might feel a certain way about it. Others may not. It just depends on what you got inside you. Let's be honest. Work sucks. There's a reason we don't look forward to Monday mornings and we look forward to Friday nights. But what if we could change that? That's why there's water cooler comedy. Did you know that incorporating humor into your work makes you more creative, more innovative, and more collaborative? Well, that's why we bring in professional comedians to break up the monotony of the work week with a fun comedy show. Or you can bring in a keynote speaker to share new ideas for how to incorporate humor into the everyday activities of the workplace. Or we have a program called Creative Kickoffs, where we start your day, your meeting, your Monday by bringing your team together with improv exercises and fun team building activities. It's water cooler comedy. You can find us on social media, on Twitter at Comedy Cooler, on Instagram at Water Cooler Comedy, and on our website at watercoolercomedy.org because work is the time and place to laugh. This is called You Can't Laugh at That. And uh, we're here to prove to you that you can laugh at that. My name's David. Steve Mers. Dave Flint. Dave Flint is here. Uh, Dave Flint, thanks for joining us today, man. Yeah, thanks for having me out, man. Uh, no, we're here today um, to talk about, well, one of your jokes, first of all, uh, is uh, one of my favorite jokes. Uh, just uh, Like, it resonates thanks, so much man. with me. Just because uh, for such a long time, like, I've always been confused as to why certain words hurt certain people. Um, just because, like, from a young age, I got picked on a lot when I was a kid, and I was like, oh, you mean if I don't like, get angry about this, they'll stop. Oh, and so like ever since then, I mean, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to superimpose my opinions on other people. Like, you know, you got to have some empathy in the in this situation. But at the same time, like, you know, I think words are based mostly off of the intention of the uh, the speaker more than anything. And that's kind of what we want to talk about today uh, with your joke. But also, we're going to kind of dive into a couple of other comedians who mm-hmm. kind of approach the topic from a different perspective and find some ways to make uh, some of those taboo words. We'll find ways to make it seem like it's not offensive. Mm-hmm. Wait. Uh, so we're going to play uh, a clip from one of the all-time greats, uh, one of my favorites, a comedian that I draw a lot of influence from, uh, and then we'll break it down a little bit and then kind of build off of that and see where our conversation takes us. Sound good? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, let's, let's, uh, let's do a little... Uh, ooh, this is George Carlin. Person. Oh, okay, okay. George Carlin is that dude. George. And uh, these are the. Uh, this is a. This is a classic bit. Seven words you can't say on TV. I'm sure, if you if you're a comedian, you've definitely heard this bit before. But here we go. There are some words that we just have decided we will not say all the time. Sometimes, okay. If you're running through the jungle chasing somebody that we're at war with, you can holler them. If you're shooting a criminal, it's okay. It's the all-American thing. Dirty fucking crook. But if you're with the bishop's wife at lunch, it's better not to ask for the goddamn lettuce. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just like we've decided there'd be some words we won't say all the time. And I was just trying to find out which words they were. For sure. All of them. I wanted a list. Because nobody gives you a list. That's the problem. They don't give you a list. Wouldn't you think it'd be normal if they didn't want you to say something to tell you what it is? Nobody even tells you when you're a kid what the words are that you're supposed to avoid. You have to say them to find out which ones they are. Shit! Ah! Oh, fuck! Ah! That's two. Oh, Ma, that's enough trial and error, huh? Please, Ma, give me a list, huh? All right, you're six years old now. 
And here's the list of words your dad and I don't ever want to hear you say. Oh, hey, thanks, Ma. Boy, that's going to save me an ass kicking or two. <laughs> yeah, you never know what's going to be on the list. Because it's always somebody else's list. You didn't make that up. Somebody told you that shit. They told you better, better not say that. So you gotta, and you don't know what's gonna be on their list. God, people's lists even change from day to day. Some people on Friday night got a list, you know, about two or three words. Sunday morning, goddamn, there's 27 words. These are the same people two days later, different list. So you gotta kinda watch out what you're gonna believe from them. The trouble is, I was trying to find out what these words might be. And I wanted to know the ones that you could never say. I mean the filthy words that are always filthy. There are a lot of these little two-way, double entendre words that have two meanings, words that are okay part of the time. I call them like part-time filth. Some of these words, they're only 50% dirty. You have words like ass. Ass is hardly even a dirty word anymore, but it has a few meanings that you can't say on television. That's what I was talking about. What can you say on television? That's another one of those places where we can't use these words all the time. But some of them are all right some of the time. Ass is all right on television. You can say on television things like, well, you've made a perfect ass of yourself tonight. But you can't say, hey, let's go get some ass. <laughs> Bitch. Bitch is another word like that. Same kind of word. It's only dirty part of the time. Depends on what you mean by bitch. You might be the lady from the San Diego Zoo visiting one of the Tonight Shows, and you might just have a bunch of little canines with you there. One of them is a female. You say, there's the bitch, Johnny, and it's okay, fine. Just don't refer to the singer the same way. That's all. <laughs> is that bitch going to do another number? Yes. <laughs> Animals are fine on those two-way words. And that's it. That's what I was trying to find. The words that were always dirty, not just part of the time but completely filth. Well, in, in looking for these words, I kept finding new categories. We have so many ways of describing these dirty words. It's, well, we have more ways to describe dirty words than we actually have dirty words. That seems a little strange to me. It seems to indicate that somebody was awfully interested in these words. They kept referring to them. They called them bad words, dirty. Filthy, foul, vile, vulgar, coarse, in poor taste, unseemly, street talk, gutter talk, locker room language, barracks talk, body, naughty, saucy, raunchy, rude, crude, lewd, lascivious, indecent, profane, obscene, blue, off color, risque, suggestive, Cursing, cussing, swearing, and all I could think of was shit, piss, fuck, cunt, cocksucker, motherfucker, and tits. That's all I knew. Shit, piss, fuck, cunt, cocksucker, motherfucker, and tits. That was my original list. I knew it wasn't complete, but it was a starter set. You can't laugh at that. Everything that exists, we made up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like words. And everything is just some type of concept, uh, illusion, whatever. Right, and just because, like, we made it up. So if there's something that's not working, like, that means we can change it. There's nothing that's like, oh, this is, like, an irrefutable law forever. Shit, shit even time. Like, who said today is Tuesday? What the fuck is a Tuesday? Like, yeah. Who's the first dude to make a Tuesday? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> why you call it Tuesday? Like, Why'd you name it after a fucking yeah. Norse god? Yeah. It's, it's all based on two Thursday, T-E-W. shared beliefs and a, a shared story to bring people together. Just because I mean we're 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 a social species. We got to have that like what connects us together. Oh, today's Wednesday for you too. Cool, we got that in common. Let's start there. Our days are half Roman gods, half Norse gods, named after like well Monday's moon, mm -hmm. Tuesday's two Woden, Thor, Friday Fry. Right, and then Saturn, and then 
the sun. I don't know. I yeah, don't know yeah. This is why I don't give a fuck about anything. <laughs> this is entirely too much shit to give a fuck about in life. <laughs> Think about it. Yeah, the day it's just just wake up. It doesn't and do shit. It's mean way anything too much to care about. Like, right. It doesn't mean anything, so you shouldn't care about it. You know, like oh I agree. You have a heart attack trying to care about everything. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's where. That's why everybody has anxiety now, man. It's like. There's so many things uh, overload all the time. It's no, just this constant is barrage. Phones. That's why everybody got anxiety. Our attention spans like a fucking hiccup. Yeah, you just scrolling through shit all day. It's like entertain me, motherfucker, right now. Oh, you Show me your entire life. Take yeah, a video right. on your dashboard, dropping your kids off. Post a twerk video. Post some scientific shit. All of a sudden, it's Post 2 p.m. Browns game. <laughs> yeah, right? It's 2 p.m. and you haven't done <laughs> shit and you're watching somebody else's life. Yeah, like you watch social media like it's the actual news. Like, right. you ever seen The Weatherman, you just like go through your feed like, and you just get so used to it. Like most people, first thing they do, I bet everybody in this room probably check your phone, don't you? Yeah. Yeah, I try not to. Like I do, I do this thing where I'll leave my phone in the, room, in the, in the other room. I'll, have my, I'll hear my alarm go off. I'll go get it and I'll bring my phone back to bed and just like scroll. Shit is shit's new crack, man. Yeah. And it's way more expensive than the old crack. I mean just actually start smoking crack. It's cheaper in a phone bill. Probably a little less addictive. Right. You get that dopamine hit, right? Like Yeah, I don't need a phone. I know where his house at. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just playing. That's right. You use a map again. Laughing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's uh he points out a lot of uh, I mean, when he's talking about the two different meanings of ass, two different meanings of bitch, like he's pointing out a lot of in- our inconsistencies. Like, why is it okay here, but it's not okay here? The Just intent like of the we user. were talking about before we watched the video. Everything is bullshit, and it's entirely too much shit to care about. <laughs> but then you gotta you gotta deal with people's you know feelings if you you know what I'm saying and ride the same wave they on. So it's like, how do you? How do you balance it out? How do you give minimal enough fucks to go about your life without getting an anxiety attack at fucking eight years old and balance out not making everybody else hate you so much because they're uncomfortable about you not aligning with, you know, whatever points they are. So it's like, do you play this juggling act or you just do what you want to do and be like, you know, shunned, I guess. I'm, maybe that's not the right word to say. Or do you do the opposite? You just completely go along with it and always have that little itch inside, like, eh, it's not me, like, ah, till one day you just. <laughs> like, what, what, what do you do? I think that's more so the question than just like the words he's talking about, like the ideal of like, what, like, I mean, because most comedy for real nowadays, it's like, it's like they threatening the art form with all this. I mean, ha, ah, man. I don't know, man. I'm not smart enough to speak on all that, but man, I just I, the hypersensitivity is like crazy. But then again, too, I guess it like it pushes you further because it, it makes you try to be more creative and profound when you're trying to express your thoughts. You know, because you got to keep that in the back of your mind. You know, the the tiptoe, the you know, what I'm saying the hopscotch over everybody's emotions. So, I don't know, maybe it kind of make you get on your toes a little bit. You crossed the line. But no, I mean, you're right. Like, you could just barrel through, and that's, like, the easy way to do it. Uh, going back to what you are saying, Dave. Like, I mean, easy you could just come out and, and hit all those words and have the audience like, <gasps> I, did, I didn't say it was easy. I just I just put the, the two options out there because everybody got different strengths and weaknesses. Like, some people, certain things might be a breeze. Others, it might be a, you know... Catastrophe. Well, what's your? I mean, when you um, so you have you have a joke that I absolutely adore. Um, Thanks, man. Yeah, appreciate it, man. Yeah, I look forward to hearing it every time. It's one of those jokes like I don't get tired of hearing. Yeah, man, like I really there, you know, there are it, some man. there are some jokes where where comedians say it and it's like, oh, that's that's really funny, but then I hear it again. And it's like I've heard this before, but like you deliver it with just such an authenticity every time um, that it, that it's it's enjoyable to watch every time. Um, and I, I wish we had a recording of it. Um, I mean, you can kind of, if you want to give like a general overview of it. Every it's, it's a taboo word for for every thing or every group or every idea you associate with, right? So, I guess like the the norm is like if you are that thing, you can say that word. Like, it's too many rules to care about. So it's like, 
It's like you got to pick a factor to align with, and only only then do you have the right to say that. Like, <laughs> so you, uh, like what's it, the what's the first line of the joke? Like, how do you set it up? Well, it it, it honestly wasn't a joke. It was just a, a, a thought I had, and I just you know I just kind of wrote it down. I, I I never really like wrote it as a joke. Like I. Like I really thought that because I I never heard that word before, so I I guess it's just like my foreign perspective to to it, just like you know anybody's foreign perspective, you know, like because I mean you know like what's that overseas? Don't they call cigarettes fags? Like yeah, and they use the word cunt a lot differently there yeah. too. I don't see any cigarettes protesting for. I call dudes cunt all the time. So when I call someone a cunt, I feel really weird that people. I just like that word. Like, I don't ain't, know. ain't a dike like a, a geography word, like a like a valley or a river or something like that, like a trench. Or it's like a, a dike, um, like. uh, it holds water, like dike. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like it's a million meanings for every different word, and it all depends. Like who gives it? Like it's too much to be like. All crabby patty about. You know? Yeah, I think it, what matters most is your ideology. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's there's people that don't even use like bad words, but they're like terrible people. And those are like kind of like the way they've rebranded racism. You know, like where it's yeah. like David Duke, and they're like wearing suit and ties, and they're like, and that's how they get in through to places and start to establish more because they're like they know that the left is like oh words, but it's like no, you guys. <laughs> Don't even care about like ideology. Very well, it's like easy to hide that, you know. Yeah, I mean, not- words. Words is like tools. You know, you can use them to do this, or you can use them to do that, and it all depends on who's using the tools. Yeah, I mean, even more than tools, it's like it's like magic. Like you know yeah. what I'm saying? So many different means for words. You could. It's all about the intention behind it, I guess. You yeah. know, it's like mm-hmm. I don't know. Right. It, I mean. That's like a hammer is, I mean, just to take your tool analogy, literally. Um, build you a house so I can knock you the fuck out. Right, you know? right, <laughs> right. But no one gets mad when you say hammer. Like, yeah. You know, it's, it's the intent. But if you bash my skull in, it's like, ah. Right. It's, it's the intent of the user that that uh, is most important. Like, if, yeah. Um, so and if, if a person is making some art, then, you know, the intent is never to hurt. It's, it's art. So at the end of the day, somebody getting offended over a tool being used for art is is just ridiculous the whole idea about it like it's not like anybody up there is using this stuff to hurt anybody you know what i'm saying he's just expressing ideas and thoughts especially if you're being like the comedians at least half the time are just being sarcastic yeah. or they're just trying to make people laugh regardless <laughs> they're not trying to be serious yeah. the if they were really laughter. just sitting up there lecturing you then yeah maybe they're being an asshole but they're they're just trying to make people laugh. Right. That's I laugh the, at Louis C.K. because he's saying shit that is like so wrong that that's why you laugh at it. Not because you agree with it, but because it's so messed up. You're like, that's hilarious. I think it's hilarious. It makes me laugh. It's like, yeah, I don't know. You know. I would rather have somebody saying it and be able to laugh at it. So then when somebody does it, it's like, oh, that's wrong. Like I, that's. I'm laughing at him crossing the line. Right. I'm not laughing because I. Like I'm like yeah, that's totally true. You know what I mean? Like that would be that wouldn't make any sense. People do not break that down at all, and they just leave it at the surface level kind of a thing where they're like, oh, it's bad. And it's like you're not even breaking it down. You're not even like going in there and thinking about what you're even laughing at. Right. Sometimes someone will just hear a word, and then like they won't even listen to anything else that person has to say. It's like you've just cost yourself an opportunity to learn something here today. It's so crazy even trying to break it. I mean, what are words? Just noises? Words are literally just noises out of your mouth. And it's it's not like this word is going to cause that emotion to everybody. Some people might hear this noise that you make with your mouth, and they might feel a certain way about it. Others may not. It just depends on what you got inside you. And you can't make everybody, you know what I'm saying, your emotional babysitter. And And I stand firm by it. Like, if somebody's not... Out, you know, outright trying to offend you, and like it's just art. Like you can't be word police out here, or you're gonna make it to a point where there is no more art. 
Because art, you know, by definition is what, you know, the opposite. You know what I'm trying yeah, to say, Yeah, that's man. a subjective You got all the fancy experience. words. Yeah. <laughs> you, see, you see me tapping out on, like, the yeah, fourth yeah. word. Like, yeah, you know, the, yeah, yeah. Whatever that fancy <laughs> yeah. word is, veranda. Give me with the fancy word. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but going back to your joke, like I've seen you make an, an entire audience of old white ladies laugh with that joke, like like cunt, like you know. I mean, at first you see them tighten up, but then you're just you. You you go up there, you deliver your ideas, and uh, you can kind of see the tension lift on the Thanks, room. Um, no, because I love watching the audience, especially if it's a if it's a bit I've seen multiple times from a comedian. I love watching the audience's reaction. Like that's one of my favorite things to do. Yeah. Um, it's it's you get to see a fresh reaction to right it. right and that and again that makes it fresh for me right again um which yeah, we, is which we is all great. love like, making people laugh that's why we we do this but man it, it gets weird after a while like of doing it for so long like you start to notice people's like emotional reactions even like man like you can affect people's emotions with this like yeah. how they yeah. feel at one part of a joke and another and it's like this whole roller coaster ride you take them on through the whole set it's like that's a really powerful experience you share with them. Like, depending on the mood you might catch, man, it could be like an emotional experience. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, I remember, uh, he probably don't remember, we was fried. <laughs> One lady, this, uh, this lady came up to my dude, Yusuf Ali, after the show, and she was just like, Breaking down, she had just had like the worst whatever experience. Like, okay, I don't remember whatever her ass was whining about, but the, the point was that his set like made her so happy. Like it had just like, you know, it, it did all type of wonders for her for whatever she was going through, and like that feeling right there, like to see him like get that moment, like you know, yeah, you just see it with real fulfillment inside, though, man. Mm -hmm. that was That's why we do this, man. Yeah, it's like and man, people really you get affected by this. Yeah, people come in with it. Everybody has their own headspace that they're they're coming in with. But and knowing that, that it has that that emotional power over people, does that mean the responsibility is on us? I mean, really? Yeah, because you can make that the opposite experience for someone. Yeah, I think what the problem is, people don't really break down like what what we're talking like. A lot of what comedians do isn't even if it's like seems offensive, it isn't. But then there's people that are just being like assholes that are like just like they're it's not funny, it's not even necessarily meant to be funny. It's something about what they're saying and not what is funny about it, but just like they're I don't know, it it's so like I don't know, like Shane uh Gillis, like was he being like sarcastic or is he just like just shooting the shit and that's just how he talks? Who's know? Shane Gillis? He was They're, that dude that got uh that got fired from SNL before he even uh because he said he said what did he say, Chank? Uh a bunch of shit. Yeah, he said a bunch of stuff. He was just we're saying like, fag casually, but yeah. it's like he was saying it in like not really he was like saying a, it in his audition. Yeah, like, no, 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 no. podcast. No, he was just oh, being like it was oh. it was weird. See, it's one of those things where I'm not sitting here trying to qualify and judge what he was saying, but it's like, yeah, if you're I don't know. Uh if, but what I was getting at is the, like you have like like say take like an Indian comic like uh, what's his name? So he got fired from from his, from his job. Yeah, yeah, he got. SNL. Yeah, he, they oh. gave it him gave him it, and then like a week later they took it away. And yeah, that was weird. So it was awkward. They was Super they were scared. They were scared of you know the backlash. Right. Right. But I mean, here here we go again. It's like who's gonna play the cop? You know what I'm saying? Who's gonna play the morality cop on this one? It's a million different factors in every situation. Like, you know, why is that our responsibility? Like, damn, can I just make you laugh and get drunk, like, and go home? Like, what? That, why do I gotta be Superman? Intention. Like, yeah. fuck. Handle your own fucking shit. Like, uh, look, life is full of terrible fucking shit. It's gonna suck. People gonna offend you. People gonna degrade you. It's not my job to, like, hold your fucking hand. I'm not going to be the only person to offend you in life. If you can't take that shit, then I'm sorry. Like, you're going to have a rough fucking life. Dish it back. <laughs> you shouldn't be at a comedy show. You should yeah. be seeing a therapist. Yeah. Or both. Yeah. <laughs> or we could be at therapy. Oh, yeah. shit. Here we go. Yeah. You think it's like therapy for you when you tell jokes? Uh, I think that that connection that, that I make with the audience, when I can make an audience laugh, that's therapy to me. Mm. It's therapeutic for you now. Yeah, way. I mean, you got to think about it. You're you're releasing all kinds of serotonin and, and like oxytocin in your brain when you make connections with other people, especially something as primal as laughter, because that's like, I mean, that's the most basic human level. Like when we're laughing, we're at our most like authentic self, like in that moment. Yeah. 
because I mean that's just your your brain letting go and your body just doing what it does. I think um, there's the gray area between the the thing is like we take the comedy out of take comedy out of this stuff it can be completely offensive and like I don't like that word I think I just mean like evil I don't know like where like what you like um like uh people making fun of Indian people when they grow up you know just like that sort of thing like huh you dot head like and that's that's benign I'm talking about like camel jockey like oh yeah like just like going that. in and it just get worse and worse and worse like it's um so that's the that's the distinction. Like people think that, and then you got like a poo on Simpsons, right? Right, right? And then that's a little bit of a gray area where you're like, is that offensive or is that like so out of the realm of like reality that it's just I don't know. Like, and I'm not even necessarily the one to to make that call. You know, like yeah, how can one single person be in charge of not offending the entire fucking world with all the different cultures and tribes and races and peoples and groups and blah, 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 blah. Like, how can you put all of that on one fucking comedian, person, singer, artist, actor, rap, blah, 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 whatever? Think if we can make a more level playing field, the problem is like the inequality. You know, if everybody were treated more equally in society, then the, then there's no reason to feel offended about something because everybody doesn't feel like they're being like subjugated. Right. It's almost like guilt. Yeah, I mean, some still people still got their own emotional stuff they're going through that make them feel a certain way. Like, you know, you could be listening to a rap song in your car and you could be like, "Yeah, fuck your bitch," and like your girl just cheated on you two weeks ago, so you like, (laughs) or you could you could be a dude who fucked this bitch and you listen to that song like, "Oh, I feel good." So (laughs) that's me. It's all about the perspective you got in you because that's going to determine how you interpret this piece of art. Cause yeah. like you could look at a Van Gogh and have like, oh, this feeling, and you look at it like, oh, like you know, yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, and we we come at a lot of things like we judge ourselves based off of our own intentions, but we judge other people based off their actions. Excuse so my like, crude analogy too. You know, I was just <laughs> no, <laughs> no, listeners no, out there like, oh my god, this is the last time I listen to their podcast. This is a PG <laughs> podcast. <laughs> After some of the We've things I've cons- already said, they've yeah. already stopped listening. Oh, yeah. Those cool. those people. Well, I feel like uh, going back to like con- I feel like Game of Thrones has kind of softened the blow of that word too, because like they say "cunt" in Game of Thrones all oh, the time. I'm like yeah. the only person that has still never seen Game of Thrones. It's just like if you can say "cunt" with a Scottish accent, it's fine. Yeah, it's like oh, a you're all right, cunt. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know why I that's great. Thought it's Sean Connery. You said interview where he's talking about slapping bitches. <laughs> <laughs> no, hey, he's like, so are you cunt. saying, Mister Connery, that it's okay to? Put your hands on a woman. He's like, uh, sometimes there's a situation, and uh, you know, need some correcting, and you know, to be in a position to correct it, you know, might be corrected. Like he said, he said some like real pimp shit. I'm like, damn, like. James Bond was not playing. Like, he was never casting. And I thought movie. he was going because I thought he was going to try to like do like like people do nowadays, like backpedaling podcasts. Like, oh no, what I meant was actually no. He's like, he's like, no. I mean, you know, if a bitch needs to get slapped, I'll slap a bitch. <laughs> like, damn, Sean Connery. Like, Surprised that hasn't been sampled in like. A, oh like a man, track. I was cracking up watching that interview. Not because that was a right thing to do or a wrong thing to do or it's okay to hit women. I wasn't thinking of that. I was just looking at it purely. From a comedic standpoint of like this old dude talking about, you know what I'm saying? It's funny. And if you look at art that way with that vision as just purely a form of entertainment and stop looking at it as a moral compass for you to live by and for everybody else to adjust and adapt to, then you can just have fun and stop worrying about, ooh, he said this. What the fuck is a cuss word? Curse word? That's literally what it's called. Curse word. Yeah. You think about it though, a right? Curse like, word. Curse on you. <laughs> like who cursed the word? Like, I've been hexed. You know it's a hex word. Like, <laughs> the devil. Can't say that, baby. Curse oh, no. word. That's, that, those words are cursed. I watched a TED talk that <laughs> changed my like I've always told people, hey, you laugh at stuff because it's wrong, but that's a really oversimplified sounding way to put I don't. Mm-hmm. But then this, I watched this TED Talk, and this guy was breaking it down. He's like, it's a moral violation. You laugh at stuff. That's why the offensive stuff is funny, because it you are laughing because your moral compass inside yeah. is like, that's not right. 
you know, and you laugh, and st- it's that's not you agreeing. You that's feel you guilty going, for identify yeah. with, like, <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, Your brain's like, this isn't right. Like, you're not supposed to overthink yeah. comedy. Right. You're supposed to just laugh because it makes you laugh, and if it makes you laugh, don't feel guilty. But see, we losing that though by you know this opposition yeah. that's coming up, you know, yeah. and and this opposition, not opposition, is the wrong word. This uh, this movement to kind of sterilize everything is only coming about. Because of the the struggles they face, they're only a product of of what happened to them. The not not uh, just the struggle they had to face from being kicked in the ass by society. So now they got a chip on their shoulder. They want to come for everybody's neck. If you say anything, like we putting you in the blender, like chop suey, motherfucker. So it's like you can't even be mad at it, but it's just gonna sterilize everything, and you're not gonna. You're just not going to be able to enjoy it anymore. Everything's going to be a fucking TED talk. Everything's going to be some boring ass fucking speech. Fucking like, ugh. I completely we, agree. We're going to be out of jobs. Yeah. <laughs> right. Ain't going to be on TV shows. Yeah. You can't make fun of milk. <laughs> like, yeah, milk comes from cows. Okay, do you know what it's like to be a cow? Animal rights. <laughs> yeah. I got it on my arms. <laughs> like Moby. Man, I was at this bar, man, and this <laughs> chick. This chick snatched a fucking cup of water. Try to snatch a cup of water out of my hand. It's like you're using plastic cups. You're supposed to be cash cups. You know what I'm saying? And mm. I did say the b word, but I'd already been drinking, and somebody just snatched a cup out of my hand. It was like involuntary. Like I wasn't yeah. trying to be disrespectful, but I mean, she literally was just like trying to snatch my whole cup out of my hand. Like, of course she was drunk, but like just because I was using a plastic cup. Like number one. <laughs> wow. I don't give a fuck about recycling. No, actually, that's number three. Number one, who the fuck is you snatching my cup on my hand? Yeah. Like, you lucky I you know what I'm saying? The recycling. You lucky police. I'm not Sean Connery, right? Yeah. <laughs> Backhand her ass off the stool. And then, second of all, like, like after, you know what I'm saying? I, just, I didn't say it was tough. Anyway, let me just get to the point. She tried to justify the whole situation. And like, oh, we can't. I'm like, blah, 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 whatever. But just the fact that she was so entitled to do that. that like, she really thought she could be Captain Planet, save the plastic girl. I'm going to just go around snatching people cups. Like, if I was, yeah. if I was the other type of dude, though, I could have slapped her across the bar stool, though. But I'm not even like that, though. But it's just like, it, that's just a, a glimpse like of of what it really is though man it's like a a social manifestation of that act that she that she did like that's how like the world is trying to to do everything they're trying to snatch the plastic cup out of out of all our hands though yeah you know what i'm saying she's an idiot because that's not your fault for having a plastic cup that's whoever made the plastic cup yeah fault. they come in here like you hey guys can i have the, the recycle cups like i don't even know I'm yeah. just, they don't even recycle like, <laughs> no. no one no one 90 percent of that shit gets thrown out no one cares right you it's put like, it in the you put it in the recycling bin yeah. but then what it just all goes to the same thing like i mean cleveland doesn't have the, the program yeah. to come it, outside like see her siphoning the gasoline out of the car yeah. like <laughs> <laughs> this gasoline comes from dead dinosaurs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Animal rights. We would still have dinosaurs if we didn't have gasoline. Dinosaur rights. <laughs> dumb bitch. Like in that situation, it's okay to call somebody a dumb bitch. She's being a dumb bitch. Whatever your belief system is, it don't get you to write the slap cups out of people's hands. Yeah. <laughs> you know right. There's saying? a better way to that's go like, out That's like it. somebody snatching a burger off a chick. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, uh, by by concept, by principle, it is. Yeah. You got a certain belief system, and you feel mm-hmm. because of that, you entitled to disrespect or or bully people into feeling how you feel. She felt like she could bully my cup, smack my cup up out of my hand because I she feel, and I have to align with the idea like we was talking about. And it's like, where do you go in life? Do you do you teeter that fence? Do you give in, or you just forever be an outcast to the ideas of society? Did she have a hemp purse or something? <laughs> was she wearing any polyester at all? Because that's probably. I wasn't even paying attention. I was yeah. so hot, man. But you know, it was whatever. Yeah, probably. But so that brings us back around to the circle. Like, what do we? What do we do? Can we even? make art anymore or do we have to be everybody's therapist i think uh there's a, a little bit of a i think it's uh sensationalized like where people think that this is a bigger movement than it is 
I think a lot of people agree with us. No, it is. It's just social media. Yeah, I mean, we even the social media. Remember, we was just talking about yeah. everybody being cell phone addicts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like we were talking about that earlier, and that just and the social media is the culture. Yeah. So you know, if that influences the culture which we feed every morning that we wake up into, then yeah, yeah that's the new law. Like that's the new law of the land. Right, so when you're reading an article every day about how somebody got offended, and then and then you go to like a, a comedy right. show and a comedian talks about that topic immediately, like subconsciously, you're just like, oh, I shouldn't laugh, yeah. even yeah. if they don't necessarily agree with them. Exactly. They're just like, I'm not allowed to laugh at that exactly. now. Exactly, I've noticed that. Exactly. And you guys have noticed it yeah. too. Mm-hmm. And it's only happened in the last few years. Stuff that used to get laughs seven years ago is not getting laughs anymore. Right, like you, you'll go up. You, I mean, you, you talk about you know, uh, a cunt is, is the white lady's n word. <laughs> Which is great, yeah. Uh, and and uh, yeah, I mean, you, you it's see like Bernie Mac when he did the milk and through. cookies joke. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, they, I mean, I'm not gonna say flipped out because I don't know what the fuck do I be doing. But it's like people, some people were a little tight about it because they felt like he was being disrespectful to gay people. Do you think when he went on stage, you like, I'm disrespect some gay motherfuckers? No, he was just trying to make people laugh. He was talking about his little nephew or son or whatever, you know, and his little funny mannerisms. He wasn't trying to put him down for being anything. You right. know, he was just trying to make light of some mannerisms. And the fact that anyone took that as anything other than just trying to make somebody laugh is bullshit. Yeah. That's 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 um. Like trying to what you call that when they trying to burn witches at the stake, like trying to call everybody a, a witch hunt. Yeah, yeah. So wh- damn, that was pretty simple. <laughs> I felt like there was another word though. I get what you're saying though. I don't yeah, know what like it is, they but try to turn this into a witch hunt. They just coming after everybody with the pitchforks, you know, like yeah, blah blah blah. You know what I'm saying? But is there like an episode of SpongeBob where like a, a angry mob kept going like back and forth from two different like? <laughs> yeah. I feel like I feel like that's. Uh, pretty indicative of, of a lot of things, um, but yeah, I mean, do we have obligations because because we do have that power as artists and entertainers to influence? Do we have a ob- do we have responsibilities because we have that power? I think there are real lines, and then there's the lines that of the people we're talking about where oh, they okay. they draw a line way before the there are lines. Like, of yeah. course, you can get to a point where it's like you are, or maybe you are being serious, and then you're saying things that it's like, wow, okay, but. It, there's a difference, yeah. There's the real line, and then there's the the line that's not reasonable. Should funny be the rule? Should funny be the law? As long as it's funny, you know what I'm saying. I think if the intent is there, you know, I mean, as if, long as it's funny, should you be able to say? Because you think about it, just the act of somebody laughing is is them showing that they relate to this idea mm-hmm. so much that it just makes them, you know, what I'm saying, explode with laughter. Yeah. This is what sucks though, is because we're getting into this territory of ruining jokes where we're like breaking it down, and it's like I think it yeah. matters. I think what matters is not generally, but like, okay, let me hear the specific joke we're talking about because mm-hmm. everything's different. But then it's like, then we're sitting here breaking down jokes. No, I don't want to do that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to do it. It just ruins it. I mean, obviously, we're not here to laugh at the joke. We're, we are just tearing it apart. But that's, that's what Carlin bit seemed like to me. Like it wasn't like a story about a, a somebody getting into arguments. Somebody a newspaper line called him a cunt. It was somebody actually breaking down the ideology of the word and trying to give their perspective on how bewildered they was trying to figure out how to use this word and what lines to step on. Right, and he yeah. talks about like being being a kid. Like you don't find out a, b- a bad word is a bad word until you get like smacked across the face for saying it. Yeah. Are words like drugs where if you make them legal, they lose their power? You know what I mean? Or like Ooh. it's like you, but it, the problem is you have mm. to make them like it doesn't apply to everything necessarily. But it's like generally that could be a thing where it's like you start to dilute something. There are words from three hundred years ago. I forgot who had a bit on this, but there's three hundred year old words. It might have been you. There's a word. Was it you, Dave? You don't you have a joke about like 300 <laughs> years ago? There was a word. You're like, we. Someone had a joke about this. Where like 300 years ago, there was this word. Oh, I think it might have been Bill Squire, where he's like, there's a word and slubber to gullion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was it, Bill. Yeah, yeah. slubber to gullion. <laughs> does that offend anybody? But back then, they would slap you with a with a yeah. chainmail. Uh, but glove. it sounds so goofy. Like, yeah. yeah that, as a matter of fact, that's a good ass joke because yeah. it makes so much sense. It sounds. I don't know what the fuck that shit mean. It sounds goofy as hell, and it just made me laugh. But yeah. the thought of getting murdered over yeah. saying 
yeah. <laughs> goofy shit. Like, that's just, that just sounds like yeah. a word like a little kid made up. But there are, yeah, but it's like... Slubbergallion. Slubbergallion. You can't just dilute a word. It has to take time. But but things have to change, too, for that word to lose its meaning alongside just the word being used up. Right. I mean, it, the, the fact that there is... That people will, will go out and use a word uh, as a weapon is, to me, that's... It's ridiculous. If you're prohibiting words of being said, it gives the word more power, I feel like. So when you're you're right. making it even more illegal, then it's like, oh, now you're making that word more powerful. Right. Are those only two questions? Do words have power? And if so, do we have responsibility? That seems like the only two questions. Words well, are symbols. Well, not the only two, they symbolize but. ideas, but it's like, what's the idea? And then, like, is that... Uh, can that really cause somebody some distress? Should we be held responsible though? That's I guess that's the point I'm trying to ask. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. you what you want to change the narrative. Like if there's a word that brings people pain, like how do we change the narrative? We can get rid of the word or we can soften the blow. People of the need word. to be educated because right. stupidity is like part of the problem. Like using slurs and stuff that's based on mm-hmm. ignorance. And then like if people weren't ignorant, then we wouldn't worry about these things anymore. I mean, to see so many people like pee their pants laughing at Clayton Bigsby, just completely like, you know what I'm saying? Like blew the, blew the entire mold or outline out of the water. It showed that like something that could have, you know, dredged up so much hatred could be turned into something that was like so funny and people completely looked past, you know, the negative symbolism of it and just purely took it as a tool of laughter. Like, that was expert writing. Everybody, I mean, that, yeah, it was just funny shit, man. That everybody could relate to, and they completely forgot about. You know, what I'm saying they they torches and they witch hunt. You got you got to let people know where you're coming from, or at least they got to get where your where your sense of humor is coming from, because so, that's where the so it's funny to rule once again. Yeah, just yeah, exactly. If if you can make it funny and it's truly funny, then yeah. Because then people are like, I understand where you're coming yeah, from. Yeah, that made everybody forget. So people be like, racist, don't bomb. Everybody <laughs> forget. I mean, you make him. I mean, making him physically blind too. Like yeah. that was. I mean, if you're if you're not an asshole, make people convinced you're not an asshole before you say something that makes people think you might be an asshole. Like that's kind of how you do it, and then people are like, "Oh, he's being sarcastic or satire or whatever you want to call it." But that, 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 that's. I mean, I love your your joke about you know if you're if you're retarded, you're or, or yeah. if you say retarded, oh, you're. Oh my god, yeah. I love it. I love the pause that you take at the. <laughs> so, that's so let funny because you see the bit. audience like that. You see that that, that thing in him, yeah. man. That is so funny, man. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you do you do so. I mean, it's it's very simply put. I mean, you're word economy on that joke is great um, but you communicate so much I mean just saying if you use the word retarded you're a retard you, so immediately like you are no, you communicating you you're on the no, side you of the audience you say if you don't like or if you yeah and there's, yeah. Yeah, there's, if you don't like if you don't like retards you're retarded yeah. Yeah. if you don't like black people you're uh, retarded yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. The, oh, you know I'm very self-conscious about that joke because not for what it is but because it feels like a Louis CK thing because he's always gone into retard faggot like he's you know, done that for years but don't look at it like a thing just look at it as your perspective but yeah that was you your got, thought I you did. had that thought right yeah I said it I, I wrote that based on notes I had that was not that joke at first it was like what if we started calling exactly. the people yeah. that say those things those things what and turn it on them like, yeah. yeah and th- so it wasn't really like a but it just the words themselves are very loose CK even though I like wrote that like six months into doing comedy yeah. it's like still like my favorite joke of mine I just yeah. can't that's why it's so good man that's Thanks. what I say about the, the cunt joke I guess that's what we call it now the cunt joke yeah <laughs> but, but it was it was just a concept uh, idea you know a concept I had more so than me trying to like write out a joke so I thought I had and I shared it and it was like relatable and I feel like that that makes the best material because it's just your feelings you know just out there completely butt naked you know what I'm saying? And people relate to it or they don't. But like people, when people really feel it and it's really you, it's like a, it's it's a good feeling, man. Well, for sure. I mean, it, it's you can tell like you're bewildered by the word. Like, 
Uh, just like I thought it was, I thought it was the inside of the elbow. Like it's different than like why did chicken cross the road? Like right. yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean you you completely it's like did you see a chicken cross the road? Was you there that day? Did you get in the car accident and almost died? You seen the chicken? You had a spiritual experience or is this just a wide chicken cross the road? You know what I'm saying? Why did the chicken cross the road? <laughs> yeah, I've heard a deep explanation to get to the other side. I mean like it died unless there's get, a berm, but the. Yeah. <laughs> I saw a dead chicken on the highway the other day. I'm like, well, can I write a joke about this? Yeah, we should write a movie about a chicken trying to make it home on the freeway. <laughs> Just one chicken dodging cars. Yeah. That's, they made a video game out of that, except they made it a frog. Who, who would be the voice of the chicken? Ooh. Gilbert Gottfried. Yeah. <laughs> That's the easy answer. <laughs> Wait, who would be the worst mm. voice for the chicken? <laughs> Gilbert Gottfried. More. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> a Morgan Freeman chicken. The, chicken, yeah, the chickens want equal rights too. The chickens want freeways that they should have access to because their chickens and the freeways shouldn't be used for just humans in their cars, and yeah. it's not right. And all the chickens are gonna go on a strike until we make this fair and equal. The and if you even say, if you even say the word chicken on a freeway, we're gonna cancel your Netflix special. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why had the chicken cross the road? Because he's free range. That's <laughs> 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 what you get for letting them have rights. <laughs> More dead chickens. Moby's fault. <laughs> that's, that's why the chickens started smoking crack and overdosing, and then Popeyes <laughs> bought them up and started yeah. making sandwiches. Popeyes that's actually got the chickens hooked on crack back in the 80s. So they could kill themselves, and so they could use them for the sandwiches. They knew what they was doing. Those are cheaper chickens, too. Yeah. The government dropped the chickens on the freeway because they knew it'd cause a rampage. And they dropped crack in the chicken community because they knew they'd make good sandwiches. Yeah. And the chicken sandwiches are yeah. just cracking <laughs> in the urban community. I think we could squeeze like 18 more chicken jokes out right now if we really put our hearts into it. Real answer to that question is uh, simple bacteria. Yeah, it was a single, single cell, cell organisms. Organism. That's what came first. Yeah. Um, but no. Abiogenesis. <laughs> when they start talking about very intelligent things, I just sit quietly. I just wait till they start talking about dumb shit again. Laughing. So uh, Gary Goldman has a really good joke about uh, synonyms, and I, and I just thought of this earlier. We were talking. About, I don't even remember what we were talking Synonym about. Synonym rolls. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sprinkle with sarcasm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, they're, they're pastries um, so synonyms uh, that's the name of the joke and uh, it, it's a really funny look at like two words that mean the same thing I don't know just listen to it it's now who's this what? Gary Goldman my friend recommended a documentary to me recently about Hitler it was about Hitler's atrocities but my friend God love her she couldn't think of the word atrocities she tried to cover for a second she went uh while she searched for a synonym, but it didn't come out right. She said, Gary, I saw this very interesting documentary about Hitler's shenanigans. <laughs> <laughs> shenanigans. <laughs> not even close. And as a Jew, I'm obviously not overly sensitive, but when people trivialize Hitler's monkey business, <laughs> When the Nazis hijinks tomfoolery and ballyhoo is understated, and I, th I feel it does a disservice to the millions who were uh, inconvenienced <laughs> by Hitler's mischief. <laughs> tomato, tomato. Shenanigans, genocide. Yeah. That is funny, man. And I and I relate to it so much because I was just kind of like the same vibe, wavelength. We was all just vibing on with like how we can just look past, you know, the meanings and just accept it for what it is and attempt to make us laugh. And that shit was funny, man. Right. Yeah. It takes a totally serious topic and it's just like, Hold on. Give it shenanigans. Hitler <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> shenanigans. It's, it's great. It, it makes the point. Like when I hear shenanigans, I think. Yeah. <laughs> like some sound effects. Yeah. Right? Like, like clown yakety sacks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, 
but I mean, he he does a great job of. When I hear that song, I think of chickens running around free. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> no, well, let's get them in! Let's get them in! They're gonna get <laughs> Hitler chasing chickens in the backyard. <laughs> right. <laughs> we, His we shenanigans. Actually, we Hitler chickens. chasing chickens on the freeway. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, before we get into the massacre of animals, no, I'm kidding. That's not anything we want to talk about. Um, but I mean, he does a great job. He makes he makes a point without even saying it. Like, yeah. just like change the word and it gives you a totally different depiction. I mean, that's like saying, like, I do a joke where um, uh, it's uh, somebody wishes me at, or somebody tells me it's their birthday. I wish them a happy birthday and they get mad at me because it's like, oh, just another year older. And the punchline is, well, if someone tells you it's their birthday, you wish them a happy birthday and they get mad at you, you should get to kill them. But I tried it using the word murder and it does not get the laughs that kill gets just because like murder evokes a totally different picture yeah. in their heads versus like just kill. Like kill is quick. It's a, it's murder is so intentional yeah. and like, right. There's a lot more passion in murder. Whereas like kill is just like, oh, I just clocked him on the head and kill the lights. Yeah. 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 You know, we don't murder the lights. Right. No, we just turn them off. of a word can change an entire emotion. Mm-hmm. What, what if you were like, I just turned this person off. You know, <laughs> they're dead now. I just turned them off. Yeah, I just flicked the switch. Yeah. He's, he's not going anywhere. Shut him down. Right, right. Shut him down. He's taking a long nap. <laughs> <laughs> the longest nap. That sounds like Chad Weaver. He took the longest nap. <laughs> <laughs> That's how he talks. It's all about the head nut. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I saw him recently. He's, he's doing good. Yeah, man, I gotta go out there and check him out, man. I've he's, seen him in a while. He's just the right amount of jaded about comedy, and I'm so proud of him. He's <laughs> like, like yeah, it's dumb. <laughs> and I'm like, damn, I love you, man. <laughs> like, you're right. Welcome, welcome. But he's still very funny. I love that. And the people that are like, comedy is epic! They're like the worst comedians. They're like, this is the best thing that's ever happened to me. Shut the fuck up. Whatever happens, happens. Just enjoy it, because that's the only thing you can get out of it immediately. Enjoy making people laugh because nothing else is guaranteed. Exactly. Right. Do it because you love yeah. it. Yeah, do it to me. So Dan, do we just disprove our whole theory with the Hitler shenanigans bit? Because that shit was funny. Oh, yeah. Maybe, maybe it doesn't matter what we say as long as it's funny. Well, the intention, I mean, the intention <laughs> you know? is there, you know. The and intention he's a is to make people laugh. That yeah. helps. But anybody could do that joke. But as a Jew, he made it even more unique or more, like, tailored to his perspective yeah like infinitely better like he the i even the setup of talking about like wearing the yarmulke and picking up chicks it even like softens the blow because it's relatable because everybody can relate to the you know male and woman human interaction he just used his perspective from being jewish into that same thing that like anybody can relate to right right and uh i mean he basically he basically explained who he is uh his level of piousness uh, with that joke to set up the Hitler joke, and it was, yeah. it's, it's a great, it's a great payoff. Is he relating on a, on a deep level? He's not just using it just to, you know, get a right. I hate to wear a cheap laugh. Right, <laughs> it was a cheap laugh. I'm uh, getting sick. Like I've watched, I forgot who was talking about jokes about like Jews and stuff. But I, I, I now I'm like always watching other Jewish comics like talk about like. They're, they're like, oh, I'm cheap, and I just, like, don't laugh at that anymore yeah. because there was this one Jewish comic that was like, yeah, all that stuff is just, like, old now, and I'm like, yeah, it is. Like, I, it's fine. If they're Jewish, they can talk about it. I can't say anything because, like, I'm not Jewish, but, like, if they want to do that, they have a right to, but it's super hack now. Yeah, there's a million different ways to communicate that in a funny yeah. way, though. Like, just right. being like, hey, we're Jewish, we're cheap. Like, yeah. come on, come on. You uh, know what's funny a- about... Ethan Levine has, I mean, his whole bit about... About the like, if if uh, it was a Jewish law firm, like they yeah. wouldn't have a jingle. They would just be like, "You're entitled to compensation." Yeah, and that's it. They just yell at you. That's great. And he's yeah, it's like this whole thing. And he's saying the he's same thing, New but York differently. And, yeah, or he lives in New York. But the weird thing about Jews is, if you get it, like I've been, you don't get people don't people <laughs> the don't weird ask, thing about Jews. People don't ask you if you're Jewish. They suspect it. There's yeah. a considerable amount of suspicion involved. You get accused of being a Jew. That's what I've throughout my life here and there. People have like they they like whisper like, "Are you Jewish?" Like, why don't you just ask me in yeah. public? No, I'm not. So you don't have to feel so fucking weird about it. But I don't know. Yeah. I only occasionally get that. But all right, before before we get going here, uh, Dave 
tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, <clears throat> we're we're going to introduce you at the very end of the episode. <laughs> just like, like, who you, like what, what made so you I'm decide to get like this is the beginning and then I'm just, okay. No, no, we're actually going to put this at the end. Uh, oh, all right. Yeah, I'd rather just kind of do our whole conversation and then kind of like reveal. So this is my intro, like we was at the beginning. But the man really behind the, the curtain. <laughs> yeah, we did the whole Wizard of Oz part and now we're going to reveal who you are. Um, yeah. Uh, so yeah, y'all, it's, it's me. Surprise! You didn't even know, but now you know. It was it was me the whole time. <laughs> Thought it was Dave Flint, but it was me. <laughs> I'm back. <laughs> it was me, Cornelius. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, like, what what uh, got you into comedy in the first place? Like, what made what was the decision that was like I'm gonna get on stage and uh, see what happens? Actually, some of my friends made me do it. I. I mean, I, I just always do this stuff. I mean, I'm just—it's I don't know. It's just kind of how how I am, man. It's kind of how I express myself. Uh, I mean, on a deeper level, I guess you could say it's how I cope with stuff too. You know, it's a coping mechanism to the point where it's just part of my, you know, what I'm saying my just how, how I am with everything. So it's like, hey, might as well, you know. Do it on there. I feel like you're naturally a comedian. You didn't learn it, really. You just are. Well, you learn how to do it on a stage, but like you didn't really have to learn, learn anything. You were already kind of like that. This is what it feels like. I heckled my first show. (laughs) I I didn't know you weren't supposed to do that. I thought you were supposed to do that, but I guess you can't make fun of comedians while While they're doing their comedy. What, uh, I mean, what, I mean, it's a coping mechanism. So that's like, I mean, I feel like that's a great baseline. Do you think that is like, uh, like what's behind all of the just, jokes just life, write? life shitty, man. So you got to laugh, you know what I'm saying? Just to get through it, man. Laughter is best medicine. I know it's old and corny, but it's still, it's so true, man. Laughter is the best medicine, you know? It's a band aid for rough life. Well, we all have rough life, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah, it definitely helps you through it. It's it, like you were saying earlier. It's like a therapy. I mean, uh, on some level, for everybody. Definitely get to air your opinions. That's for sure. For People sure. who are completely happy and have everything they want probably have no sense of humor. Right. Yeah. yeah. Life yeah. would be boring, man. I mean, comedy shows up in the imperfections of life. So that's that's the beauty of it. Um, cool, man. Well, I appreciate you uh, you jumping on this. I feel like Thanks, I feel like man. what you just said it, that kind of sums up everything we talked about today. Like it can be all be encapsulated in that one statement. You know, just like Thanks, uh, it's like a coping mechanism to help you uh, to get through life, and that's why you know words uh, you can choose to to let them have power over you, and, and or you, or you can, can uh, kick them in the dick, kick them in the dick, <laughs> punt them in the cunt. <laughs> Yeah, like a certain Steelers quarterback that we won't mention. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is gonna drop in January, so people will be like, "Oh, I remember that now." <laughs> Sport. Unless we bash like all the quarterbacks in the head from like now to January. Yeah, but <laughs> that's just their. Who we saw what he did though, but nobody yeah. said anything about Matt. All right, don't let me get yeah, started. Yeah, yeah. Right. I post like fourteen memes already, so no. I've contributed <laughs> to society. Yeah, we did it. I think I found I found all the. Uh, <laughs> Football memes. <laughs> I Google every single one. My favorite one is one with the uh, the cat and the, and the, the lady pointing at yeah. the cat. <laughs> that is good. Huh? It's a million of them. It's one for every single thing. Yeah, yeah. every single it's thing. And they're all good. Like most of them. Like I'm a meme good. addict. It's it's a need of one them. picture and it sends a message. <laughs> haven't with, like, liked the meme. Minimal words. <laughs> yeah. That's the new comedy now. We about to be out of jobs. Yeah. We're replaced by <laughs> me. Like, yeah, just like here's a meme we, I made. You can go to a comedy show. They just gonna here's have a like a I big made. screen yeah. and they just flash memes for like yeah. an hour. <laughs> and that's my set. That's my time. Right. <laughs> I didn't say any words. <laughs> I still want to make memes, but they're Do always it. weird. Yeah. You could be a meme artist. That was my dream when I was little. I said I wanted to be a meme artist when I grew up. Yeah, and then everyone was like, "What's a meme?" It's like, like you'll, you'll figure see. out in twenty years. <laughs> you'll see. <laughs> You'll all see. <laughs> I like I like writing things that are that make a few people like really like really love it rather than everybody kinda like it. Like I would rather do that. Yeah. Yeah. For but. sure. <clears throat> all right. Well, uh that was it today, Dave. Uh, where can we find you on social media? Uh at Hitler Shenanigans at Gmail. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, catch me on Instagram at Dave Flint, D A V E F L Y N T. Not with an I, like everybody spell it, like Flintstones, but like with a Y, so Dave Flint. 
just for the people out there who are not good typing. And uh, <laughs> no, I'm just playing. And same on Facebook. I'm just Dave Flint everywhere. Facebook, Instagram. I don't got a, a nickname or nothing. Just hit me up. Come to a show. Yeah. Laugh at laugh in my meme collection. <laughs> if you see this dude's name on a on a show poster, check that show out for sure. Yeah. If yeah. society get like destroyed, I want like the civilizations millions of years from now to find all our memes and that would be like the new bible <laughs> <laughs> it's just a picture book all hail cat lady <laughs> all right steve plug yourself at steve mers on instagram at steven mers twitter and yeah steve and mers yeah n is my middle initial <laughs> <laughs> and n stands and for net ned <laughs> Underscore is my middle name. <laughs> uh, I am the David Horning on what Instagram and Twitter. No underscores, okay. just straight up. The David Horning, you can capitalize the the, or you can just not. Uh, it doesn't matter. It's not case sensitive. Uh, I'm not case sensitive either. <laughs> Give them a D. Um, you can find me uh, first Monday of every month at the Plum, doing a show there starting in December. Uh, did I know that? You did not. No. Well, that's a thing. The Plum. The Plum. I know a lot of people that to work there. Yeah, it's a great place. Um, so first Monday of the month, The Plum. Uh, so thanks for listening, guys. You can't laugh at that podcast. And uh, go find things that you can't laugh at and laugh. If you'd like to weigh in on today's topic, follow us on Twitter at You Can't Laugh Pod or like us on Facebook at You Can't Laugh at That and tell us how you did laugh at today's topic or how you didn't. This is all about the conversation is what I'm saying. All right. Bye.